Today on Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast, we are deep diving into the human microbiome as part of Gut Health Month. This month of February, we are focusing on all aspects of gut health and how to keep your gut bacteria happy after weight loss surgery. Are you keen to know more about your little bugs? Let's get started. Welcome to Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. I'm your host, Saraya Nikwan, a weight loss surgery dietitian, and I am excited that you're here today. This podcast is for anyone struggling with nutrition and weight years after bariatric surgery. You might be feeling confused, overwhelmed, and not quite sure what your body needs after that first year post-op. This is where I can help you. Join me every week where you'll leave supported and motivated to take the next step in your nutrition journey. Thank you for being here with me today. Now let's get started. Our digestive system is host to a complex and dynamic population of microorganisms, which make up the gut microbiome. To take a step back, the intestine has a surface area of about 250 to 400 meters squared. So to put that into context, you might understand that's the size of a tennis court. So once you open up all the villi and actually lay out how much contact there is from our food into the gut. In our gut, there are trillions of gut bacteria. These bacteria live all the way from your mouth, into your stomach, and all the way to the very end of the large bowel. 95% of our microbiome or bacteria that is in our body is in the gut. The rest may be on your skin or on other parts of the body. The gut microbiome has a strong influence on the host, which is you, during times of wellness and disease. When you were born, you were initially exposed to your mother's population of gut bacteria, whether you were delivered vaginally or via C-section. This microbiome continues to develop in infancy, depending on how you were fed, either breastfed or formula fed, when you progressed onto solids and the foods you ate when you progressed onto solids, if you ate dirt or got dirty, if you had pets, If you were exposed to antibiotics or had smoked cigarettes, obviously not as an infant, but as you grew up. Now, these experiences, as well as your ongoing diet and movement habits, all influence the population of your gut bacteria. Intestinal bacteria play a crucial role in maintaining immune and metabolic balance whilst protecting against disease. When someone has an imbalanced gut microbiome, it is associated with the development of inflammatory diseases and infections. Now, this could include the development of insulin resistance, inflammatory bowel disease, type 2 diabetes, skin conditions, asthma, allergies, obesity, metabolic syndrome, and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. The diversity of your gut microbiome is important. Microbial diversity measures both the types of bacteria and how many there are in your gut population. So you want to have a diverse population of bacteria in your gut and you don't want to have one species dominate over the others. It needs to be a nice balance and everyone's happy. So for example, Someone who does eat a large amount of plant-based foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and nuts often has an increased microbial diversity compared to someone who doesn't eat as many plant foods weekly. These people who don't eat as many plant foods often have a low microbial diversity, which we know increases the risk of poor health. Altered gut bacterial composition, or also known as dysbiosis, has been associated with the development of many inflammatory diseases, as mentioned above, and infections. 
Diet is considered as one of the main drivers in shaping the gut microbiota over the lifetime. When someone struggles with obesity, it can be linked to a low gut bacteria diversity. Many people with obesity have a less robust microbiome and low diversity. Low bacterial diversity ushers in an increased risk of inflammation, altered adipose tissue size, and insulin resistance. On a cellular level, weight loss surgery chases significant changes in body weight, fat mass, muscle mass, changes to bile acid metabolism, an increase in stomach acid or pH, changes to the metabolism of hormones and changes in the microbiome. Today we will look specifically at the gut microbiome after weight loss surgery. Weight loss surgery produces long-term alterations of the gut microbiome independent of BMI or body mass that affects the host, which is your metabolism and fat mass deposition. Hippocrates famously said, all diseases begin in the gut, which I now start to question whether there are gut factors that may point the finger as to why weight loss is so hard to maintain even after weight loss surgery. One of the studies published around gut health and bariatric surgery, which by the way, I have linked in the references in the show notes so you can research for yourself, had found that there is a significant shift of gut bacteria diversity within the first three to six months post-op. However, these changes were not long-term and they changed in most studied subjects after one year post-op. They found that 75% of patients that had had weight loss surgery had their gut microbiome change back to the original gut microbiome prior to surgery. So in other words, there was a significant change in the gut bacteria for the first 12 months. However, beyond that, the gut bacteria then reverted back to the original diversity or low diversity, which is very common in the population that suffers with obesity. It was like nothing had ever changed in the gut bacteria. This study showed that a return to the pre-surgery microbiome may paint the picture or foretell why it's hard to reverse weight regain after weight loss surgery beyond that 12 months post-op. It may also beg the question as to whether there are bacteria in the gut that are facilitating an increase in fat mass deposition and changes in the metabolism that we do not know about beyond what we know about the effects of the surgery. A more positive way to put that piece of information is that 25% of patients that undergo weight loss surgery continue to keep that improved microbial diversity. Now, whilst we don't know the clinical relevance of these microbial changes after weight loss surgery, I do wonder if these changes, positive or negative, have a role to play in managing and reversing weight regain after weight loss surgery. So today we've discussed the overview of gut health and the microbiome. You might be sitting here thinking, hmm, well, what can I do to support the gut bacteria to maintain that diverse population or improve the population that I have? You might like to make sure that your gut is happy and so that you are promoting those bacteria strains that support metabolism and support reduced fat mass deposition over the lifetime. Now I will share three practical strategies that you might like to add to your day to improve your gut health. Number one, try to reach at least 25 grams of fiber per day. Females need at least 25 grams of fiber per day and males need about 30. 
Fibro is often missed and left behind after weight loss surgery in favour of protein intake. Although fibro is important at all times, it's important to not always increase your protein. You might like to get your fibre intake from fibre supplements initially, but with any fibre supplement, make sure you increase the supplement gradually and increase the fluid intake to support that additional fibre. A good general rule is that for every teaspoon of added fibre, you need an extra half a litre or two cups of fluid. Secondly, make sure that your plate is balanced. Practically, I encourage you to have one protein food and one plant-based food at the same time. An example of this would be to have Greek yogurt and blueberries, tuna and salad, whole grain crackers and cheese, mixed berries with a protein powder smoothie. You get the gist. Naturally increasing your plant-based foods whilst not compromising on the protein intake. Finally, add some fermented food into your day. This could include kimchi, kefir, sauerkraut, kombucha if you can tolerate bubbles. There are some probiotic bacteria that is found in these food and drinks, and they do supply some dietary fiber that support the gut microbiome. So today we've spent our time discussing the gut and the microbiome after weight loss surgery. You might have found that early on in your weight loss surgery journey, you might have had more flatulence and wind. A reason for this could be the change in gut bacteria that was present. However, the key message here today is that the more diverse your microbiome with different types of species of bacteria and a balance of those bacteria rather than one dominating over the other is a significant way to improve your overall health and your metabolic health. I also encourage you to make sure that you try at least three strategies to improve your gut health. So to refresh your memory, number one was to reach at least 25 grams of fiber per day and drink enough fluids. Number two, have a balanced plate. So make sure there's a plant food and a protein food. And finally, add in some fermented food, which is rich in dietary fiber and probiotic bacteria to support the gut. So here's to you improving your gut health. See you next week where we discuss flavonoids and improving your gut. Thank you for joining me on Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. If you would like to learn more about what I do, head to at the Bariatric Collective on Instagram or Facebook or visit us online at www.thebariatriccollective.com.au and reach out if you need support reversing weight regain or anything related to bariatric surgery. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment to review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. I look forward to chatting with you next time.